Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a newly committed high school athlete that just received an athletic scholarship. He's got a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 293 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is a great resource that will change your athletic scholarship future. I invite both parents and high school student athletes to make the Athletic Scholarship Podcast a regular weekly habit by going to recruit-me.com and clicking on the podcast tab or by finding the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app and liking or subscribing so that you get a notice every Tuesday for a new episode. The last two weeks, episode 291 and 292, were two great episodes with some real-life knowledge being laid down by Emily and Drew Givens. The Givens family just completed their recruiting process as Grant, their son, is finishing his senior year of high school and has committed to play basketball for Drury University in Springfield, Missouri at the NCAA Division II level. I invite you to go back and listen to these past episodes and any of the over 200 past episodes that contain free and helpful recruiting information. This week's episode, episode 293, is a collection of what has been sent in by parents and student athletes as they have asked questions throughout the years. If you are listening and have a question or a comment about recruiting and recruiting education, please email me at brent, B-R-E-N-T, at recruit-me.com. This week, I'm going to take 17 frequently asked questions from Appendix C in the Recruit Me resource, the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System Manual. I will give you more information on the Recruit Me 3.0 system at the end of this episode, or you can click on the link in the show notes. These 17 questions are emails from, again, parents and student athletes. So let's dive into these questions and Recruit Me's responses to help answer those questions. These frequently asked questions are covered briefly at the end of episodes 231 through 242. So now let's get started on 17 frequently asked recruiting questions. Frequently asked question number one. Do college coaches typically call the student athlete or do they go through their high school coach and which call carries more weight? The answer from Recruit Me is coaches should initially contact the student although many do some checking with the high school coaches. Their first sign of interest comes when they ask you to complete their questionnaire or request a video link. The first contact is not usually by phone. In fact, NCAA rules state that, with most sports, coaches are not allowed to call you until after July 1st, after your sophomore year. I would encourage you, though, to call the coaches if they have responded within three weeks after you send the initial letter or email and profile. You can call them at any time, and you can find out a lot more information that way. Taking the initiative is important. Frequently asked question number two. I play varsity doubles and have received All-State for two years, but it seems very hard to get noticed at the regional and national level in doubles. Any suggestions? The answer from Recruit Me. Your struggle is not an uncommon problem for most high school student-athletes. Even talented ones like yourself get overlooked. Most colleges' recruiting budgets are limited, and the coaches cannot get out and see that many players. They rely on tournaments, showcases, and camps to see a large number of players at once. Only for exceptional prospects will a coach normally travel to see an individual game or match. 
For these reasons, it is extremely important that you take the initiative to let the college coaches know about you. Be aggressive in pursuing the schools where you have an interest. Once you make contact with the coaches, you open the door for continued contact. They will write back to see that you have the tools to play on their team. Your letter or email, player profile, completed questionnaire, and videos if they ask for one, and regular updates are those tools. If you sit back and wait for coaches to find you, it is likely not going to happen. That's the mistake most parents and athletes make. You'll miss the boat because other athletes with your abilities and even less abilities are getting in line ahead of you by contacting the schools. Frequently asked question number three. What kind of grades in high school are acceptable in order to receive an athletic scholarship? The answer from Recruit Me. I cannot tell you how important it is to keep your grades up. If you cannot get into the school, the coach cannot get you on the team. The NCAA has standards for grades in order to be eligible for intercollegiate athletics. They differ by each division. Go to each respective website, ncaa.org, nai.org, and njcaa.org for more rules and regulations. Frequently asked question number four. My son did not receive a baseball scholarship, but wants to continue to play in college. Is it worth it, or is it only the scholarship kids that get to play? The answer from Recruit Me. Your son can definitely continue to play baseball even if he does not receive a scholarship. The coach may not see his talent until he gets there and tries out for the team. So much can happen during the course of the year. Players come and go, some do poorly while others bloom at some point during the year. If he makes a team, tell him to hang in there. Playing on the college level is a lot different, and he will have to determine how far he wants to go and how long he wants to play. Frequently asked question number five. My son is a basketball lover who plays the game excellently. He's a freshman now. We are doing all that we can to prepare him for the next level of basketball through various camps and etc. What help and guidance can you give? Answer from Recruit Me. First of all, let's say that I'm happy that you are starting early in his high school career to prepare him for the recruiting process. Many parents and athletes wait until it's too late. We recommend starting no later than the junior year, but even earlier is better. Without overloading you with details, here are a few things I would recommend to your son. Number one, keep up your grades. If you don't have the grades, you will eliminate yourself from many colleges. That's one of the biggest things that keeps student athletes from getting recruited. If you don't meet the school's academic standards, the coach can't touch you. Number two, choose your camps carefully. As you know, camps are expensive. Choose the ones that have good reputations and will have a lot of quality coaches represented. Once you narrow down your college choices, probably after your sophomore or junior year, consider attending a camp at one of your top choices. Number three, contact schools of interest now. Write your initial letter or email, just so the coaches can see that you're interested. They are not allowed to contact you at this point, so don't expect a response. But they will start a file on you. Continue to send them updates after each season. We hope that helps in these early stages. Frequently asked question number six. My daughter's list of best schools for her future are very competitive D1s. Does your system help her even have a chance at one of them? She'll be a senior. Is it not too late to start the process now? She is a great student and athlete. Answer from Recruit Me. You want to have as many options as possible, so you should divide your prospective schools into three categories. One, programs right at your ability level. Two, programs above your ability level. And three, programs that are below your ability level. If you are only shooting for schools that will be a stretch, you are narrowing the possibilities of being recruited and receiving a scholarship. Your ultimate objective is to go somewhere where you will play and enjoy it. 
whether you receive a scholarship or not. And above all, you receive a good education. You should compile a list of 40 to 50 schools to contact. Your current top list may not be your top list when you get through the recruiting process. There are many good schools and programs out there, most of which you are not familiar with right now. So keep your options open by contacting schools in all three of the above categories. RecruitMe takes you through the process of contacting the schools. Frequently asked question number seven. What does it take to qualify to play for a college team? I know I have the ability. RecruitMe's answer. The two things you need to focus on are academics and athletics. Both go hand in hand. You may have the ability to play at a major school, but if your grades do not qualify, you won't be recruited there. As a part of the RecruitMe system, we have included an NCA and NAIA guide to help you through the most important rules. Frequently asked question number eight. Should we continue to send update information to the entire list of schools that we sent to or only to those that responded to us? And how often do we send updates? Can you give me examples of updates to send to coaches? RecruitMe's response. Send updates to all the coaches you have initially written to, assuming you have interest in each one of those schools. If you send an update to schools you have not heard from, attach the profile again so they have basic information. Send an update after each season, whether it be high school or club. And adding a cover letter is always good, just to stand out and add a personal touch. It shows you are truly interested. Open with something like, quote, You have my information on file, and I want to give you my latest update, unquote. Frequently asked question number nine. I was supposed to graduate four years ago, but I dropped out and got my GED. I'm a great long-distance runner and a very good sprinter. I would like to walk on and start from there. Answer from RecruitMe. We suggest you go to the NCA website, ncaa.org, and see the academic requirements explained there. From that point, if you want to pursue an athletic scholarship, RecruitMe will take you step-by-step step through the recruiting and scholarship process. Frequently asked question number 10. I don't know if I could get a scholarship. My team was 0-10 last season. RecruitMe's response. Just because your team had a bad season, don't be discouraged from pursuing a scholarship. What matters most is your own play and stats. While it's always nice to be on a winning team, if you're a standout player with good stats in a league of strong competitors, you can get a scholarship even if your team has a bad season. If you and your high school coach believe you can play well at the college level, you should go for it. Frequently asked question number 11. I'm graduating this month, but I still want to try for a football scholarship. What should I do even though I'm so late? Recruit Me's response. Here's our advice. You might go to a junior college while you begin the recruiting process for admission to a four-year school or for a year or two years. You can get good exposure and build your player skills and stats there, which will assist you in a football scholarship process. You'll also have another coach at an even higher level who can give you a reference and recommendation. Frequently asked question number 12. My son's coach wants to write a letter of recommendation for him. How important is that in the recruiting process? The recruit me response. That's good about your son's coach writing a letter of recommendation. It's a plus. Strategically, it would be best to send it when you send your introductory email so that you have everything together in one mailing or email. Otherwise, the coaches may not match up the two. They get a lot of mail and emails. Frequently asked question number 13. I am not being recruited because of my low ACT scores. What should I do? RecruitMe's response. As you have discovered, your academics are a big part of your ability to land a scholarship. If you are not being recruited because of your ACT scores, 
we would recommend spending a year or two at a junior college to raise your grades and then pursuing a scholarship once you have the grades. Frequently asked question number 14. When should I start the recruiting and scholarship process? Recruit Me's answer. It is good to begin making contacts with schools after your freshman year. You may not hear much from coaches until you are a junior, though, because that's the class they really focus on. However, if you've already established a relationship through your letters, emails, profile, questionnaires, and updates, you will stand out in a coach's mind. It is important that you send stats once you have varsity or club numbers. Frequently asked question number 15. My son is good in more than one sport. Should he pursue a scholarship in each one or focus on one sport? Recruit Me's response. If your son plays multiple sports and is talented in each, it would be wise to pursue recruiting in each of them. That is, in the ones he really wants to compete in at the college level. It keeps your options open, and at some schools, he may have the chance to play two sports. Frequently asked question number 16. How do I choose the right summer basketball camp where I can be recruited? Recruit Me says, in choosing a basketball camp, it is best to find one where the schools you are interested in will be represented or ones where there will be many coaches there, so you will have a lot of exposure. The camps are expensive, so you need to choose wisely. Most schools use these as fundraisers for the program, so be selective. Ideally, you should go to a camp at a school which is near the top of your list. And frequently asked question number 17. I don't live in the United States. Can I still get an athletic scholarship at a U.S. college? Here's what Recruit Me said. International student-athletes, Canadians, European, and other non-U.S. residents have the same sports scholarship opportunities at U.S. colleges. However, because of distance, unless they take the initiative, they can have a very difficult time getting noticed by college recruiters. RecruitMe helps the international student-athlete deal with the distance drawback by teaching them how to proactively market themselves to colleges they're interested in. There are special eligibility standards that international students must be aware of. They are documented in the NCAA's Guide to International Academic Standards for Athletics Eligibility, and you can find that on the NCAA.org website. I know at least one of those 17 frequently asked questions will help you in your recruiting journey. If you have a recruiting question as you start your recruiting journey, or if you have a question as you go through the process, then please email your question to brent at recruit-me.com. Don't forget about the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System and the QR Recruiter Draft Tag Combo Special. Go to the show notes and click on the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System link. Listen on your favorite podcast app next Tuesday or on recruit-me.com by clicking on the Recruit Me Podcast tab. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.